This is Woody Huffines, and this is the Owner's Voyage podcast, or the journey to business ownership. How do you go from being an employee to being an employer, or being unemployed to being self-employed? That's what we do, is we talk about all the steps that you take and the things that you can do, the things that you can think about to make that journey as much fun as you can make it, and to make it as rewarding as you can make it, and maybe avoid some of the rocks and shoals that sometimes that voyage produces for you. Hope you join us. Glad to have you back. Now we're going to talk about the next step in that business ownership. First three podcasts were really about whys and whys and the whys of the whys. And then we talked a little bit about who or who your customers are. Now the next thing you need to think about is what. You got your why. You got your who. You know why you're doing what you're doing and you know who it is that you want to market to. Now the next question is, is what kind of business do you want to be in? Think about how many different kind of businesses there are. I mean, good Lord, there's internet marketing and there's, you could be an Amazon marketing and there's affiliate marketing and all these Amazon and internet-based businesses, or you can clean carpets or you could sell vacuum cleaners or you could repair computers or you could sell ice cream or, well, there's just a bunch of different kinds of businesses. So what kind of business is it that you want to do? Because if you look at your customer avatar and you have a pretty good idea of who you want to work with, that person may have a whole lot of different things that you could solve as a problem. If you've got a very fleshed out, very big uh, and detailed customer avatar for who it is you'd like to work with, and you've got a why that you want to work with them, the next thing that you need to kind of concentrate on or narrow down to. And I know my way is kind of different. It's kind of backwards. I think the why and the who is important before you get to the what. Because a lot of times people just jump right into what. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to run business. What kind of business? Well, I think I'm going to have a restaurant. All right. Why? Well, I like eating out. Okay. Stop. Why? Why do you want that kind of business and who do you want to market to? We've gone over that. So what kind of business? Now, the reason that the kind of business is important is it doesn't really matter what kind of business it is. It's going to be a long, hard job to go do that business. It doesn't really matter what kind of business it is. It's going to be a long, hard job to go make a business successful. And if you're not happy with what the day-to-day activities are, To make that business successful and to serve that customer that you've talked about serving and to answer the why that you're in the business, it's going to make it a lot harder. So the next thing that I would think about is what kind of business to be in and think about it, not just the kind of business, but what are the daily activities for the business that you want to start? For example, before I started this latest business, I talked to several, I was looking at franchisees a franchisees, and I talked to franchisees, and I would ask the franchisee, because part of the franchise deal, and we'll talk about franchises more later, but part of the deal is a franchise when you're looking for franchises. Is they'll give you franchise owners to talk to to see what they think about the franchise. And there's a bunch of important questions that you can ask them, but for me, one of the most important questions that I would ask is to be successful in your franchise. What is it that you need to do? What does your day-to-day activity look like? Really interesting question. For example, one of the franchises that I looked at was a business training franchise. The idea was that you sign people up for training and then you go and give a training class. Once every month there's a training class and the, and the 
the process rolls over so that you sign somebody up for a year and they'll, they're in your training class for a year and you sign people up and they continuously train. And I love teaching, love teaching, love being in front of a room, love standing up with a whiteboard and talking through teaching. And that, that as a franchise or as a business opportunity sounded really cool to me because I really like doing that, putting the PowerPoint slides together and standing up and talking to people. Love that. So I asked a franchisee, one of the most successful franchisees, what does your day-to-day thing look at? If I do this business, what are the things that need to be done to be successful in this business? And her answer was very simple. She said, it's a very simple thing. You got to make 75 sales calls a day. Okay, and what else? No, that's it. Make 75 sales calls a day. Buy contact lists. Uh, you know, go to Dun and Bradstreet, get a contact list. You'll get who the decision makers are in a business. And then you just call 75 people a day. And then from that 75 people, you want to try to set this many meetings and start breaking it down. But anyway, it didn't take long. She's talking about being on the phone, sitting someplace and calling 75 people a day, effectively cold calling 75 people a day and trying to talk them into having a meeting so you can talk them into buying this this program of doing leadership training. My hands got cold. My mouth got dry. I just couldn't see myself doing that. I mean, loved the teaching part of it, but if the thing, the thing that you needed to do to be successful in that was not be good in front of the room, not be good teaching, not be good explaining concepts to people, the thing that you needed to be good at was calling 75 people a day on the phone. That didn't sound like a lot of fun to me. Okay, it didn't sound like any fun at all. Then I look back, another business we had, we had a dry cleaners and laundry. And before we opened our dry cleaners and laundry, we had somebody that we knew that had a dry cleaners. And I went and spent a couple of weeks in that dry cleaner doing the day-to-day things that you do when you're running a dry cleaner. Taking spots out of clothes and pressing dresses and, and ironing pleats and cleaning pants and putting pants on the pants machine and running the boiler and running the dry cleaner and running the chemistry and the laundry. And it was a ton of fun. I loved doing it. And it had tangible outcomes. Man, that was the coolest thing. It's a tangible outcome. At the end of the day, there's all these clean clothes hanging up, and you cleaned them. I loved what you did day-to-day owning a dry cleaners. Loved the things that were involved in that process. Couldn't imagine calling people on the phone, trying to talk them into giving a meeting with me so that I could sell them management training. On the other hand, there's Probably a lot of you are thinking that standing in a dry cleaners in South Louisiana when it's 95 degrees with a 97% humidity standing over a steam press, you'd rather do anything in the world than that. And I can understand that, but I loved it. So that's the next question. What kind of business means what are you going to do day to day? If you're content creating, if you're going to be a blogger or you're going to sell cookbooks or you're going to sell content, Do you get excited about sitting down and writing a blog post every day? Or would you get excited about sitting down and doing a podcast every day? Or get excited about doing a YouTube channel or whatever it is. If you're going to create content and that's what your business is going to be, are you excited about that business? If it's a product, are you excited about a product that you already have? Are you excited about finding products to sell? The selling that product and putting that product in front of people, does that spin you up? If it does, that's great, but you have to ask that question. For example, another one that that a friend of mine does is tutoring. 
they tutor kids, and it is right in the middle of their why, and they're helping people, which is a big part of my why. I love helping people. And the who that they deal with are people whose kids need these things, and it's great, and they love it, and I couldn't do it. It's all about finding the what that works for you. It's kind of the next step. Along with what the activities are of that business on a day-to-day basis, what are the things that you do day-to-day to to make the business work? Another part of that is, for example, are you going to need employees? Do you want to have to deal with having employees? Is it employee-based business? Are you good at employees? Do you like having employees? Do you like doing leadership? Does that make sense to you? Simple deal. You got a why. You got who you want to market to. Now you have to figure out what kind of business it is. And my advice to you is pick a business that you like doing what you're doing every day. Because although Nietzsche is right with a sufficient why, you can live with almost any how. Why would you want to pick a how that makes it hard to deal with? Think about what you want to do. This is Woody Huffines, and this is the Owner's Voyage, Journey to Business Ownership. We'll see you next time.